0: Hi everybody, Pete Sardis for The Lawyer You Know. Today we are talking about day two of Elizabeth Holmes' testimony in her criminal trial in California. We are going to talk about what happened. I'm gonna give you a couple predictions, but before all that happens, please, you know the drill. If you like the video, hit like. If you're enjoying this series or you've seen the other series that we're doing, Click subscribe, and again, as always, leave me questions and comments so I know what you're interested in. That being said, it was an odd day. Apparently, trial started an hour and a half late yesterday because there were so many people vying for the limited seating that exists in uh, in the courtroom that they wound up opening what's called an overflow session, meaning another room for additional spectators that they put a video feed in, and that took about an hour and a half to put together. And then Elizabeth Holmes begins her testimony for the second day, which was Monday. Remember, she started testimony on Friday, kind of talked about some timeline, and it really was a continuation yesterday. Uh, On Monday, she again spoke for about two hours, really short testimony for an entire day in court, but the Basic gist continued. It was a timeline of explanations. She talked about how the company had identified problems with the Theranos technology and that they, how that they had early on attempted to make corrections and make the technology work better. She also testified that it was her understanding from talking to the people that were closest to her and that were the people responsible for the labs and the science behind the Edison machine, that the machine was working fine. Her defense lawyers showed her some emails uh, with some correspondence from other people saying you know, positive, rosy things, things are coming along fine kind of stuff. The judge did instruct the jury, though, that those emails were not to be considered as the truth Uh, by them, but only should be considered about what Elizabeth Holmes' state of mind was at the time that she either received the emails or saw those emails. And the reason is those emails, because they're out-of-court statements, are offered to show the truth of whatever they're asserting are hearsay. And you cannot use hearsay in this particular instance to bolster your testimony. But again, they're allowed to show Elizabeth Holmes the email and the jury is allowed to consider it for her state of mind, what you know what she thought at the time, one of the things that I, I thought was interesting was that Elizabeth Holm was making eye contact with the jurors, and at the time she's making eye contact with them, she's talking about how she's blaming the scientists and doctors and people in charge about the shortcomings within the Edison machine and the various iterations of the technology that Theranos was developing. One of the things that I thought was interesting was that Elizabeth Holmes was making eye contact with the jury. And at the time that she's doing this, she's also talking poorly about some of the people in her staff. She basically blames the doctors, the scientists, and the people that were in charge of the labs at Theranos for the shortcomings in the Theranos technology and the Edison hardware. She basically said that it was her understanding that these folks were working on getting the bugs out and that the representations they were making to her, again, in emails and, and verbally, were that you know we're making good strides on making the technology do what we need it to do. She also talked about her Department of Defense contracts and the work they were doing with the Department of Defense to be able to do blood testing for the military, which I don't know how that's gonna come off on cross-examination since the Department of Defense basically has said, this is, we never went anywhere with this because she wasn't FDA approved. She also focused and dropped a lot of names in the pharmaceutical industry Pfizer being one of them, and as you remember in the previous episodes, there's an entire study that apparently has a Pfizer brand on the study, and that is apparently fraudulent. It was falsified, so she did talk about that. She talked about some other pharmaceutical companies that uh, Theranos was working with, Bristol-Myers Squibb, and some big names. Um, ultimately, she kind of moved her testimony in towards the end of yesterday into talking about their transition from pharma over to Um, pharmacies, meaning Walgreens and Safeway. And we already know how those went down because the CEOs of both of those companies, or I should say the executives of those companies, have already testified that their joint ventures with Theranos were a bust and they actually wound up walking away and invalidating a series of, or actually all of the tests that were done on the Edison machine. So um, again, only two hours of testimony yesterday, realizing there was about an hour and a half delay but I anticipate that she's going to testify again today. I don't know what the defense is planning. So let me start with that. But normally, if you put the defendant on, you put the defendant on last. So it's basically the culmination of the defense's case in chief. I don't know if that's going to happen here. Uh, To be fair, there were a couple of witnesses that were uh, called yesterday by the defense, but truth be told, I couldn't identify any Uh, reporting or any information about what these two folks testified to and I understand that their testimony was very short. Elizabeth Holmes testified for about an hour, hour and a half on Friday and about two hours on Monday. I understand that she's gonna be testifying again today. So I expect that she's gonna finish today And between you and me, we're kind of coming up to the Thanksgiving holiday. I don't know if the court's going to hold um, any court on Wednesday normally, the day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and the day after are court holidays. So you don't normally see testimony, but we'll see what the judge does. Because again, one of the things that I did read uh, in uh, in the minutes was the judge is upset again. Apparently the volume of the typing for all the press and media outlets that are inside the courtroom is getting annoying again. So the judge had to stop and tell them, look, y'all can't just type like this. You know, we can't hear what's going on. I I can't imagine what it must sound like in that courtroom for the judge to stop the entire trial to talk about the volume of the typing. So imagine every seat must have a a laptop in it and everybody's just typing furiously. That being said, again, if you like the episode, give me a thumbs up. If you're liking the series, please hit subscribe, and I'll keep you posted as we find out more information as Elizabeth Holmes' testimony comes to an end. It's going to be interesting because the next video we do is probably going to contain the cross-examination from the government, meaning the prosecutor is going to get up there and grill Elizabeth Holmes, and we'll see how that plays itself out. Until the next time, stay tuned. Thanks for watching this episode of The Lawyer You Know. If you like this content, please share it with your friends. Make sure you subscribe to our page and like our videos. If you want some interaction, get in the comments and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you want to know any more information about our firm or this page, you can find out in the description or visit tragoslaw.com. We post multiple times throughout the week, so make sure you hit that bell so you can get the notification and not miss out on the next episode.